snap, everyone. It's Twitter Spaces. What does that even mean? It's Twitter Spaces. What is Twitter Spaces? Tim, I just downloaded Twitter to log onto my phone for this very conversation. Not this conversation, but this friend zone. Yeah. And, Hi, everyone. And that's what it said. They said, it's Twitter, sp-, like there was a pop-up ad for a Twitter feature that said, it's Twitter Spaces, listen to real, it was like radio, Twitter radio, like listen to real live audio conversations. Oh, like a podcast? But well, live. Yeah, is which it live is streaming audio. Which term so is is radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But you also sound like a fucking old man because you don't get it. I do get it. I get that it's eight twenty five a.m. on a Thursday morning. Oh. I'm at Tim's house, and we've both got a steaming hot cup of Java. This is radio. You know what I say? Uh, first coffee, then adulting, and I'll drink to that. <laughs> I had to steal a, a cheers for that because I did not readily give one. Here on Twiowet FM morning show, <laughs> Tim and Guy. Yeah. It would be too hard to do. I remember doing breakfast radio. It was hard, man. You worked was, as a... I didn't. I, didn't um, I wasn't on air when I did breakfast. You were a young man producing for legendary uh, radio breakfast host Ian Black. Uh, Kevin Black. Kevin Black. Ian Stables later. Yes, that's right. Yep. You've really, you've been around the traps of um, all sort of matter of New Zealand. Broadcasters. Shock jocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have in a way. Uh, Except a few, a few prominent ones I never worked with. Wow, you can't, you can't catch them all. Not everyone can that's be Ash. thing. Catch them. But uh, it's, it's not, you know, you're out of that now. You're a podcast man. Mm. And you're a comedian. We did a stand-up a comedy show together now. last night. Yeah, we did a show together. That was fun, wasn't it? It was a lot of fun. It was quite nerve-wracking because everyone's been off the tools for so long because of all the lockdowns and stuff and Christmas and New Year's. and uh, Yeah, it was. It was, fun to get back it was very nerve-wracking. Had a bit of a shaky start, but I'm glad you stuck around to see me open the second half of the show because that went a bit better. It's like, all right. It was funny. I, didn't, I don't even know that I... Truly absorbed you opening the first half of the show because I was um oh, I was in my own head one night yeah, I was I was getting my own things ready getting I, your gear ready I tried to write you down killed. a set oh thank you you smashed it wow it was all that was all not luck because you know obviously I'm fucking good in control to an extent but I I couldn't think of any jokes to write down and you set me up for that you made the microphone too high. And I introduced you as a very tall comedian. That's right. And that is a, a great point of pride for me. One of the tallest on the scene. Yeah. Who rivals you? Who bests you? Guy Williams, mm-hmm. Melanie Bracewell. Mm. Two of the taller comics. But, you know, we've got our own little clubs. and That's true. Yeah, I feel like you'll gravitate toward, you know, things you'd expect, like basketball. Yeah, yeah. We all, we all, we've got our meetings and, you know, we talk about who might... Who might be allowed to join us, etc. We're, we're going to um, make allowances for anyone under six foot. I like that we've adopted a slightly silky tone for this, and I think it's a combination of three things. Number one, it's early. Yes. <laughs> Number two, um, I think my baby's trying to sleep in the very next room. So Hell we, yeah. We're trying to be respectful of that. And number three, um, we're on some uh, new audio gear. In it. So oh. I've got it up quite loud, so you probably... Do you notice that? Like, it's really blasting. Oh, a bit in your and so does that mean that I'm actually... like shout unnecessarily which is something i do you don't you I project do. i get project well i I get told off by a lot of the important people <laughs> in my life because i don't uh adjust my speaking volume dad 
When we yes. go out for meals, he always does this. He always goes, he puts his hands out in front of his face and does a very like intense, like almost Ross Geller gesture, but without the sort of passive aggressive condescension, more just like the firm, like lower your volume. He does it to me and my little sister and we hate it. Yeah, I'll be. Fair and enough. then if I don't shut the doors in the house when I'm podcasting at home, Chelsea says, you got shut the doors. You got to shut those doors. Shit. Uh, what's the Joe Rogan thing? Shut the gate. I think he's, that's at the start of his show. Does he say that? Yeah, it's like, or it's someone else. It's like a little clip. I still haven't listened to a single episode of the Joe Rogan experience. So, point of personal pride on Monty. I've not experienced Joe Rogan. I, w- I will. <laughs> you tell me the episode, man. I'll, I'll, I'll get into I'll it. I'll tell you the episode, actually. Paul Stamets. Who's that? It's this guy who's just like crazy about mushrooms. Oh, ah, yeah. Like all kinds of mushrooms. Yeah. He, um, his origin story is pretty whack. I think he was like young, like a young teenager, and did a bunch of magic. You, mushrooms you told me, do you know what? You've, you've told me about this very guy. He did yeah. too many. Well, what is way too many? Widely regarded, well, yeah, medically you, regarded as too many mushrooms. Honestly, if you're under tw- like I'm a fan of mushrooms, but if I would say I'm not a fucking expert, but just in my personal opinion, if you're under 21 or have any concerns about your mental health, you probably should avoid them. But if you don't and you're older, <laughs> go ballistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have at it. Well, you know, we could shoot the breeze all day. Look, and we won't. <laughs> because Unfortunately, because we don't have the time. How nice would it be to just hang out for a day, guy? When's the last time we did that? We should go bowling. Yeah, you're a big bowling guy. I would love to go bowling. I would like to, um, do you know what I would like to do? Possibly more than 10 pin bowling, because mm. you, you merged... Uh, the, one of the great joys of bowling with the great joys of being outdoors is we should go lawn bowling. We yeah. should find a day. Yeah, yeah. Rally. It's summer. A couple of approved troops. Yes. I could run it past the tall comics if you really want. And we could We'd go. go. We should do it with our families. Mm. Get Chelsea in the mix. Get Olive out there. I don't disagree. But uh, I think Olive's enthusiasm for and... Yeah, like a long form. Projected... Inability to actually take part in the bowling experience mm-hmm. would probably undermine the relaxing joy of a couple of fellas and a couple of other tall people mm-hmm. getting together, rolling some b- balls down a lawn. I've a very well manicured lawn, mind. If your name's not Tim Bat, you must be six foot to ride this bowls night. I like it. I like that you're just quietly weaseling into the tall comedian society. Yeah. How tall are you? Uh, five, ten and a bit. Oh, anyone who says and a bit is yeah, short no, yeah, It's so true <laughs> And it's not just that they're short It's short energy It's short energy to say and a bit Isn't it It's the, it's the well, chat it's just, of a tiny it's man It's just not a recognised uh, measurement metric Should we I think maybe um, you, It sounds like And you've done all this work to get the Twitter up But like, there's a big backlog in the email So I could just pass yeah. my phone back and forth I would love that, I'm in, no, that. I'm in no rush okay. And actually mm-hmm. Um, Tim, should we make an announcement? Yeah, totally. Is that something we should do effective immediately? Uh, yeah, it is. I don't know how, how to, um, what we need to say. I'd, I've got a, I've got a rough idea. Okay, I, I sort of, but this is flipping exciting. Yeah. So those of you who have joined us on Patreon or been up to speed with the main feed on our podcast recently will have familiarized yourself with our side project. Comedy project, Killionaire. Oh yeah, he winked. Um, which is a is a fundraising podcast for I guess some of the world's predominantly it was 
we've concentrated on Jeff Bezos, but it, it, it's any 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 person of phenomenal material wealth, anyone who even is in with a sniff of uh, crossing that incredible trillion dollar threshold. It's a fundraising podcast to begin with, but it does become an execution style project as well, whereby if we can get one of those fellas over the line, um, well, basically we're going to need to find a way to kill him mm-hmm. and distribute the funds. Yes. Now, we are very excited to announce something that we've teased previously on the Patreon, which is Killionaire TV. Mm-hmm. It's a television program dedicated to fundraising for the world's richest people with the help of, and I'm pointing down the microphone, yeah. you. You, you, listener. Yeah. You, the sole libertarian listener who can help us get this done. So basically, what we need from you, we're going to record, is it, how many episodes did we say? We're gonna, oh, like eight, I think. Yeah, we're going to record eight episodes uh, of this, and each episode is going to feature two user-submitted fundraising and execution pitches. So basically what we need from you is uh, a five-minute pitch for how you can make the rich richer mm. and then a two- to three-minute pitch for how you might... Um, Murder them. Yeah. And actually the time allotments, you know, you wherever your attention draws you, you can choose to distribute that amount of time. This is scary saying out loud because this is, you know, we've been talking about this for a little while and now it's like, oh, we're going to fucking do it. Hell yeah. That's right. Um, we've got, we've even got like a day, we've picked a day when we need to pretty much yes. do all the recording. So that day is, this is in New Zealand time, is Tuesday, January the 25th. Um, so that's New Zealand time. Have a look wherever you are. I think it works pretty comfortably around the midday New Zealand, mate, works pretty well for people on both coasts of America, Australia and New Zealand. If you yeah, we'll just have to. Slot people yeah. negotiate that. But the main thing is, so um, I'll set up, why don't I, should I set up a little form at worstideaofalltime.com? Mm. So if you would like to enter, you can have a look at the details. So again, what we're looking is sort of a, a, a Shark Tank style business idea to get one of these already obscenely wealthy people even richer. So they cross the trillion dollar mark and then an assassination plot. And then sort of, yeah, a, a caper style entertaining. Well, do you know what? I'm putting too many words out there. It's you, entirely up you to you. you. And Guy and I will be judging, um, you know, be... contestants for who's best. And then the at the end, we're going to throw it out to um, yes. everyone to judge who's going to be the winner. And we need to have a prize. I don't know what the well, prize. We haven't talked about we, the prize yet. We, it should be an Amazon gift card. It certainly should be. So yeah, every episode, Tim and I will decide of the two pitches who wins, and then we will turn the top six pitches to a vote. And then the top two winning pitches will go to a some sort of final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they pitch against one another. Yeah, we'll, we'll suss it out with your help. As of well. course. So, um, if you want to be a contestant, go to worstideaofalltime dot com, and there'll I be assume a, I've put details up. There'll now. be a button there for you, and you can fill out a little form and tell us briefly what your plans would be, and then um, we'll 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 nail a time with you and get it all done. So good luck to all, but yeah. mostly um, to, to us, to us, and to humanity. Yeah, and it's a comedy. It's a comedy project. He's winking again, folks. It's a, oh, yeah. So if the feds are listening, it's a joke. if we've got any litigiously minded billionaires yeah, nice. or bored lawyers, yeah, yeah, guess what? We're we're funny guys. It's a comedy. And the evidence is that we were talking about doing a comedy show last night at the start of this episode, so you can't touch us. Yeah. It's a and the podcast is comedy. We've done comedy podcasts before too. A Wikipedia link. 
for the boner inspector graph, uh, uh, brackets, it's not graphic, don't worry. This is a subject line of an email. Dear brave fucks, I thought you might be amused by this. And then there's a link, which is https colon slash slash en for English dot wikipedia.org slash wiki slash the underscore pocket underscore book underscore of underscore boners. The pocket book of boners. Signed your soul, 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 soul listener. Um, exponent. Um, one of the souls is S-O-U-L. One is the city and in one is, South Korea. One is the one sort of spirit. essence of a person, yeah. Oops, better make that soul. Oh, okay, so there's an addendum. This, yeah, no, this, like, it doesn't quite work out loud as well. Do you want to, I've just clicked the link, guys. Sure Do you want to describe what we're seeing? Well, for those of you wondering, the pocketbook of boners is a book illustrated by Theodore Seuss Giesel. I don't know how to say his surname, a.k.a. Dr. Seuss. Originally published as four separate books in 1931 to 32. In 1941, Reader's League of America compiled these four books and published The Pocket Book of Boners. Uh, the Pocket Book of Boners contains 22 illustrations of boners drawn by Dr. Seuss. The rest of the volume consists of short jokes and humorous observations, with most being no more than four lines long. It is notable for being an early example of Dr. Seuss's distinct illustration style. <laughs> well, I've got to say... Is it actually boners? It is. That's so funny. I am going to yes. need to get my hands on a copy of that. Yeah. I wonder if this is one of those rare, hard-to-find, expensive books I've heard so much about. Almost definitely. What a find that would be. A, a Dr. Zeus published book of doodling well, doodles. Do you remember in the movie Superbad, one of the subplots was that uh, Seth was obsessed with doodling boners. Yeah. And when I was... um. When I first I first went to America as a twenty year old with my family, and I went to Los Angeles, and I was I, I had a girlfriend at the time who I was uh, very in love with, and I didn't really know what to buy her, and so I sort of just went down the slightly novelty gift route, and I bought her the book of boners from Superbad. You could buy that as a published book, <laughs> all the doodlings from Superbad, and I didn't even realize that they themselves were taking an inspiration from one of the great authors and illustrators of our time. Mayhaps, but another way to look at it is that Dr. Zeus himself was taking um, inspiration from a core part of male DNA, which is to draw penises. What, you want to click that? Yeah, can click I? It. Yeah, 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 get in there. All right. Hi, uh, Tim Tam and Guy Jestive. Relatively new Biscuits. listeners. Yeah. Or cookies. Got to be a New Zealander. Uh, this was published, by the way. This, this tome was written on the 28th of July. Correct. 2021. We which, is the, which is the past. 2021 is the past. We weren't even in lockdown at that point. Anyway. No. We weren't. We were like a month and a bit away. Relatively new listener here. Well, not anymore. Only started listening at the beginning of the year, but have since been on a small personal quest to consume as much of your guys' content, or should I say art, as possible. Podcasts, stand-up, The Pilot. Whoa. The Lou Review. Whoa. Guy's New Zealand immigration video. Whoa. That time Tim interviewed cast members of The World's End. The Lot. It's gone deep. You know what he needs to get into next, though? Big Top Burger. Oh, yeah. Worthy kids. I just wanted to say that you two never fail 
to cut through the drudgery of my current situation with humor, wit, and that Kiwi charm. Except for maybe the legendary prawn salad episode in season one, (laughs) where you two were losing your minds like the ending of The Lighthouse, where I thought I was having a stroke (laughs) at the age of 21. I'm slightly kicking myself and hopping on the train earlier, even though I'm a death blight listener. But it is what it is, and I'm grateful I'm here now. On a side note, I'd like to know... Side note, everybody. What was going through Guy's mind when Paul asked Jeremy if he'd ever seen movies in the short film task of Taskmaster NZ? And did he think to do a one-minute version of Grown Ups 2 because, by God, if that film had anything, it was distinctive characters... And a lot of them are for context. The challenge on Taskmaster was to make a movie with the most distinct characters, a one-minute film. Cheers from Singapore. If you do read this on the friend zone, feel free to leave my name out. Huh. And I shall. I guess New Zealand, but I guess the Tim Tam and Digestive Biscuits are not a point of national pride, but instead an internationally recognized couple of bickies that are available in other regions. Mm-hmm. I genuinely thought the Tim Tam was a New Zealand biscuit, cookie, whatever the... Yeah, you know. I thought it was Australian, which is sort of like, you know, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. I thought digestives were British, but I don't know what I'm basing that on. Probably the fact that they Man. suck. Biscuits, they are available the world over. It never occurred to me to perform Grown Ups 2. Um, I am actually quite proud and happy to say it didn't cross my mind. <laughs> I have parked as much of that part of my life in the past as possible. Is it old school to email? Is the subject line of this email? It's a great question. I think yes. Tippy, Gee, hope you both well. Is a longtime fan on the back of the latest friend zone, and I will hasten to add this was sent on the 30th of July, some six months ago now. I thought I'd throw our name in the hat of tunes you might like. The below track isn't even out yet, so it's a sneaky preview. Thanks for all the laughs and boner inspections. Stay frosty, gentlemen, and say my name, Mort. Now, unfortunately, um, I haven't connected uh, the recorder to anything except for these microphones, so I can't play this unless I just jam it in front of the microphone, which I will right now. Oh, no, I can't open it on my phone for some reason. Believe so it be, or not, Tim can open his phone. So, Mort, I do sincerely apologize for that. Um, but uh, don't worry, we'll listen to it in a future yeah. friend zone. Don't worry, we'll forget to listen to it in a future friend yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's dead right. Um, we've got a $40 donation here from, I'm just seeing if they've sent me an email. I think they have. Yes. Okay, subject line pain. And first of all, Blow me down with a feather. 40 bucks? Yeah. Shitting me? What can you buy with $40? What can't you buy with 40 US dollars? A $50 bag of lollies. Well, you could in New Zealand, though, to be fair. And that's where oh. I would be buying my lollies. 40 Americano? Yes, mate. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Je ne peux uh, parler Americano. I do not speak American. <laughs> Fuck, I panicked, didn't I? Hello there, Guybo and oh, sorry, Timbo and Guy. No, it was no Guy. Yes, it was after a casual listen to the friend zone this morning that I realised I've never once paid the boys, even though I've been listening to you for about six years. It's okay. Well, suddenly forty dollars doesn't feel like so no, much. No, 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 don't, don't you do, don't you do that? Don't you devalue the forty dollars? Who are you, Janet Yellen? Yeah, I'm Janet Yellen. 
Truly, I have dreadful manners. You boys deserve all the remuneration I can offer for these many years of entertainment, so I jumped onto PayPal at once. Please accept these 30 crisp UK pounds sterling. Oh my God, this gets better and better. We're all over the world, yeah. baby. Um, Just call us Pitbull because we are Misters Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. and Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> and thanks for your service. I discovered you boys with the Sex in the City 2 series. Can I just pause this? Yep. I'm just thinking of a world where Pit- someone calls Pitbull Mr. Worldwide and he says, or Pitbull's son Mr. Worldwide, and he says, please, my father was Mr. Worldwide. Call me Master Worldwide. <laughs> I had to get it out. Having just been forced to sit through that movie, we're talking <laughs> Sex and City 2, uh, by a horrible, a horrible friend. I was incredulous that someone, two people, in fact, would put themselves through 52 watches of this. Um, Eld- Eldritch? What's that word at the top of that screen? Eldritch. Do you know it what is, that means? No, it's a fancy word. Not seen it before. Wow. Check this out, everyone. We've got an E followed by L-D-R-I-T-C-H. Eld- Eldritch Horror. I must confess... Weird, sinister, and or ghostly. Nice. Man, great word. I must confess that I have been using your podcast to fall asleep all these years. Your voices are so soothing, debatable, and help me to drift right off. 40 pounds is totally worth the insomnia cure. Also, you may be amused to hear that I was listening to the podcast throughout the years when I was pursuing my guy... PhD. You got it, baby. In Sociology of Religion. I even had you boys playing in the car when I was driving to my Viva, an oral exam where you defend your thesis in front of a panel of horrible professors who tear your work apart until you cry. And I passed. So clearly your wise words helped to prime my brain. And... That's a crazy process. What was it called? Viva. Yeah. To live. Yeah. <laughs> to live is to defend the thing you've been working on for four years. In that front is a of crazy, four people out loud. crazy process to work on something for so long. And then it's like, okay, and now the final boss. Yeah. Well, that's like in Pokemon, that's the four, you know, you go the to the gym that, leaders. Yeah. The, oh, no, the master. The, yeah. Who are they? The great four or whatever. The yeah. Lance, the guy who always brings out the first Gyarados. And you're like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah. And then just punishes you. It's uh, sorry, I, I got waylaid, but it's a it's a very funny process. Congratulations! I'm now trying to listen to the episodes while I write my book based on the research. I'm so glad you're doing that. Not enough people write books based on their PhDs. They do the PhDs and then they don't want to do it anymore. Do you know what I'd say? Mm. Not enough people read those books. Y- yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. We all need to read more. No. No, I need to read more. No. That's a nice statement there. Yeah. 2022. Stop, Stop reading. No, we all need to get off our phones and pick up a book. <laughs> okay. And I will um, hand back. You're that. a great reader. You're a, you're a bastion of reading. I have the ability to read. You're a mascot for readers I everywhere. Ref- I refuse to touch a book. It's unlikely to be a bestseller, but you boys can enjoy the thought that you've helped someone contribute to knowledge and share it with the world. In a way, through many podcast listeners, you boys have earned your own PhDs. I'm taking it. You should both have honorary PhDs to recognize this achievement. Congrats, Dr. Guy and Dr. Tim. Wow. These titles are unofficial and should not be used in public. Please do me the honor of saying my very short first name, and it may help you to know that my pronouns are they, them, Dr. Soph from London, UK. Thank you, Dr. Soph from London, UK. I apologize for interjecting in your very thorough and well-written email. 
How but you, how do you feel about your honorary honorarium? I didn't know that people who get PhDs can then just distribute the <laughs> title doctor freely. It sort of almost undermines the value of earning a PhD in the first place. Although, if you use your power sparingly, mm. it's very cool. I think if you've gone through so much work, like the four years to get in that club, you're not going to be dishing it out like candy as well. No, no, no. So maybe these are just the and people. We, responsible I mean, I'm enough. I'm just remembering back to the beginning of the email when we were given forty dollars and assumed it was Doctor Soap parting with the forty pound sterling, thirty AKA pound sterling, fifty Americanos, aka God only knows how much New Zealand money that is. I may not always love you. God only knows. I listened to a great Beach Boys song this morning, Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say what it is out loud so that was if anyone wants to hear it. Pet Sounds? No, oh. it was on a different album. The song is called Little Bird, and it's from a 1968 album called Friends. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. Over the uh, holiday, after we watched the Get Back documentary about the Beatles. Well, just before you go on, perfect song to mention on the Friend Zone. Yeah. Uh, Chels and I listened, we did a bit of driving, and we listened to. Every we listened to the entire Beatles discography chronologically to Whoa. to work through their um, musical progressions. Whoa, yeah, and what then it really encouraged me. So while you would like to read more, I uh, I hope to listen to more albums this year. Oh, nice one, dude! As I've I've spent the entire last year in my liked songs or just yeah. swinging from independent individual song to individual song. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. People. Artists make albums. Yeah, they do. And they want you to listen to them in that order for a reason. Yeah, that's... So I think maybe perhaps with all that in mind that the Beach Boys will be next on the uh, list of review. Do you... People... Not everyone, but it feels like a lot of people enjoy it when you list a few things you've been listening to. You got any other artists apart from a little-known band called The Beatles Uh, that you've been hammering? No, it's, I, I got trapped in that timestamp, so there's nothing exciting yeah. or new. Like I've been listening to. It's a lot of material too. The Beatles, uh, yeah. they made a track or two. I've been listening to Neil Young. There was a very funny album. A record was being played at um, by Chelsea's family one day around the holidays, which was uh, a guy called Mason Williams. Okay, it's called the Mason Williams Phonographic Record, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some. Funny, like very silly sort of nonsensical little songs and lyrics. One called The Prince's Panties is particularly enjoyable. But it also features, I believe, the first recorded version of the famous song Classical Gas. So that's a pretty good time. Um, How old is the record? It's old. Yeah, it must be really old. It's old. I I could... If if the name phonographic is uh, not being used in jests... Uh, what does that mean? I think that just means sound. Record. It probably is being used in just a little bit. This guy's got a bit of a wicked sense of humour. I like music with a bit of a comedy. I bent. also I went to a um show. I went and saw it was DJs. I saw Chaos in the CBD. Were two silky, silken smooth, uh, New Zealand born, London based DJs. They're brothers, and they make some of the most beautiful music in the world. When did you go? In Wellington. When? Ah. Like before Christmas? Nice. Yeah. Nice one, I know. brother. Yeah, I might be going to the Beths this week. I've got an in. I ticket. came across the man who offers that in. Yes. We should do that. We should do that. We should totally do that. Okay. The Beths fucking rule. Big I saw time. that guy last night. Yeah, great. And he said, if you want to do yeah, it, yeah, you let me know. Okay. Another man who could be in the tall the bowling club, the bowls club. That guy? Yeah, he's taller than me. No, he's not. 
Wasn't he? That guy's little. Oh, maybe we're talking about different guys. No, we can't be talking about different guys. Anyhow, dear Tim and Guy. Hello. I've been listening to the current season and enjoying it. Oh, by the way, I've been listening to a lot of clowncore. Still? So Last that. time I saw you, you were listening to a lot of clowncore. I court. left and then I came back to it last night. What did you do in between? Finish, I'm trying to finish a bit of work at the moment, a report, and like, it's good. It's good to listen to. Clowncore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, honestly, hand Tim, on heart. To like see the, see, to see the neural us. pathways of your brain, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, to yeah. see what lights up certain connections. It's awesome, man. It's good music. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to throw that in. I, I appreciate it. I'm sorry I didn't ask. How long have we been going for? Mm. 28 and a half minutes. This is the last message. <laughs> so definite. Dear Tim and Guy, I've been listening to the current season and enjoying it a lot. Oh, shit. I just finished the latest episode. Tim, guess what the latest episode that this person just finished is. Okay. Do the math on this. Written this on the, the start of August. 6th of August. Carry the two. It was Emmanuel. Um, I don't know. Oh, this last Emmanuel in space. I just finished the latest episode with Ben McGugan. Oh, we were out of space then. Yeah, we were. We uh, were. The Ben McGugan turn. Yes. Yeah. And I have two pieces of information that I hope you might find interesting. First, you spent some time discussing sexy funerals. In Taiwan, many funerals have strippers as part of the funeral procession and ceremony. Cool. It's supposedly a combination of celebrating the virility and vitality of the deceased and a way to ensure that there are a lot of funeral attendants. However... It does have a downside. The entire practice is controlled by the mafia. And often people are forced to hire these funeral strippers, even if they don't want to. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot. That was like a very small paragraph. Yeah. Just packed wall to wall with fascinating detail. Yeah, truly. Second. Okay. (laughs) More amazing information. I've recently been listening to a podcast called Kill James Bond. Each episode, the three hosts watch a James Bond movie going in chronological order. They then discuss the movie from a feminist and anti-racist point of view while also being funny. They've watched 13 so far. According to these experts of the Bonds they've seen, George Lazenby is by far the best. Whoa. I've only been listening to the Friendzone episode since I caught up with your back catalogue a few weeks ago, so I don't really know the usual format. Hope I'm doing this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you worry about you. You're doing everything perfect. Say my... First name only, and I'm going to have a stab at it. I apologize for any mistakes. Negev. Sick message. That's so fascinating about the Taiwan Funerals, yeah. funeral strippers. I, uh, I Do really... you want strippers at your funeral? Uh, I also don't know. I no, I we're mean, calling them strippers. We, is that what we're... Dancers? Exotic dancers. I mean, I don't want them there. You don't want them there? It's nothing personal. I really like the idea of having... Uh, well, um, Tim, I mean, you know, one of us is going to cuck it. Yeah. It's and the true. other one is going to have a hand in the funeral. Yeah. Uh, so I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> I don't think anyone would be pleased to see strippers at my funeral. I have thoroughly enjoyed. This is a, this is a unique and interesting way to start a day. Podcasting on the way to another job. Yeah. Like, I, I've done that before, I guess, but never... The guy works in the supermarket now. Yeah. He's ne- on his way to the supermarket. Never between that 8 and 9 a.m. window. Guy manages the floor staff. So all yeah. those people who are stacking shelves and checkout operators. Yeah. Guy's in charge of them. 
I also, you'll be fascinated here. I manage all supermarkets. I go to a room. It's like that room in the matrix and the television screens of every supermarket around the world. Yeah. And um, look, I've got to be honest, guys. It's a lot of work. I'm having a hard time of it. So to be able to break up the day by visiting my friend Tim and just shooting the breeze, having a cup of joe. Oh, what's that? I finished it. <laughs> Ready to adult. Uh, fuck. I'm now finally ready to adult. Please. So you- listen, the big takeaway here is Killionaire TV is happening. Um, let's find out if legal action happens as a result. It's an exciting new possibility for the boys. Are you a lawyer? <laughs> Let do you want to help? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or just let us know where we stand. What do yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah. Yeah. Are we crossing any lines with uh, our comedy project? He's winked again. Go to worstideaofalltime.com. Um, I'll set up a form if you want to be a contestant. Um, there will be a prize at the end, but, you know, I think the main thing is that you could potentially be crowned the winner of yeah. Kalinia, which is just fantastic. And, you know, obviously, uh, depending on expressions of interest, there's a chance that we won't be able to accommodate everyone who wants to do it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say that's, well, you know, fingers crossed we're going to have so much um Applicate so many applications that that we will have to select. Yes, so, so you know, don't be bummed if you don't yeah, get it. Yeah, please. Just um, don't be sad that you didn't get it. Be, be happy that it was yeah. a possibility of us killing a trillionaire. Be happy that we're putting our balls and Jeff Bezos' neck on the line. Bye, everyone. Have a friendly day. Mm. Catch you soon. In the friend zone.